It's a bright sunny day, and here I am floating down beautiful Candy Lake, lying on top of an eight-foot-tall ice cream sundae. There to the left is luscious cherry vanilla ice cream with real plump cherries. To the right, thick, rich chocolate ice cream sprinkled with walnut pieces. Yum. It feels so good just to lay back with my mouth wide open and merge with this sweetest of treats. It's all so rich and smooth and creamy, smells so sweet, and glides down my throat when I swallow it. Right now, I'm actually lying on a bed of the whitest whipped cream. My pillow, a big, soft, bright red maraschino cherry. Amazingly, the ice cream never melts and always keeps me afloat. See those trees over there on that far bank? They're all made of luscious chocolate. That's the dark chocolate group. There are milk chocolate trees further down, and white chocolate is behind them. Those colorful plants that you see everywhere are candy plants. All kinds of candy grow here at Candy Lake. Hard candies, soft candies, caramels, marshmallows, taffy, stick candy, lemon drops, jelly beans, gum candy, fudge, truffles, and lots, lots more. All you have to do is go over and scoop it up. And that isn't water that I'm floating on, it's soda. Candy Lake has this sweet liquid in every flavor and color of the rainbow. The reddish-looking area over there is strawberry soda. That purple section is grape. And right here, we see a pool of orange soda floating by on this beautiful lake. I first discovered Candy Lake after wandering down a long secret tunnel at the back of Bernie's Candy Store, where I was eating lunch one day. In all my visits to the lake, I never saw anyone else there, and maybe Bernie and me were the only ones who knew about it. I appreciated this magical landscape with its dreamlike riches, a world apart from my everyday life and my cruel family. I was always happy to be there alone. One Sunday afternoon in April, I was up in my bedroom working on my book report about the Wright brothers. It was an assignment that Mr. Maloff had given us in our first grade class, and I spent two hours sketching a picture of Wilbur and Orville's plane from a book. When it was finally done, I held it up, and it was beautiful. It looked so much like the picture in the book. I just had to show it to Dad. I went down the 18 steps to our living room and over to his tan armchair where he was sitting and intently watching a baseball game on TV. Dad, look what I did, and held my drawing out for him to see. He turned toward me, grabbed the drawing with his big hands, crumbled it into a little ball, threw it across the green living room rug, and shouted, Go do your homework! In shock, I yelled, That was my homework, and ran back upstairs crying. I threw myself onto the bed and cried for a long time. 
Then I reached into the top drawer of my desk, pulled out my emergency Three Musketeers bar, tore open the wrapper, and started biting into its light, rich chocolate filling. It was so good. Just what I needed for a tough time like this. I love candy and ice cream and soda. I love all of it. It takes the edge off everything bad that can ever happen. But one Three Musketeers bar wouldn't do it for me this time around. I urgently needed to go back to Candy Lake. I snuck out of the house and headed over to Bernie's candy store, 15 minutes away. I love this candy store. On that white countertop, a zillion feet long, was every possible kind of candy you could ever imagine eating. And everything cost just a penny or two. My 25-cent allowance always went a long way here at Bernie's. But if you thought that candy was great, you should have seen their ice cream. Every possible flavor, texture, color, and shape. Bernie's had it all. And there was my favorite, the vanilla fudge flying saucer with chocolate crackers and pistachio nuts. It had the sweetest marshmallow in the middle. Since I was at the end of my allowance money, I bought just three chocolate-covered jelly rolls, each with a different flavored jelly inside, and paid Bernie three cents. I asked if I could use their bathroom, and he nodded. I liked Bernie. He was around Dad's age, but taller. He had a mustache, brown glasses, and a full head of brown hair, unlike Dad, who was bald. I headed to the back of the store, and at the end, I turned to the left. Now that's the trick, and this is important. To get to Candy Lake, you had to go to the left, not to the right. I first discovered this one day while on lunch break from school. I was sitting at one of Bernie's tables and eating my usual lunch, a juicy double cheeseburger with onions and greasy fries smothered in mustard when I needed to pee. They told me that the bathroom was in the back on the right, but stupid me, I went to the left. It was there that I found the secret tunnel that led to Candy Lake. There was a dark, narrow passageway, and you needed to walk for a long time through a dark tunnel that twisted and turned. Water leaked down from the walls. It was cold and scary to be there. At one point, I thought I saw a monster in the shadows and wanted to turn back. But I had to see where it led, so I kept pushing on. Finally, the tunnel got bigger, and then it opened onto this unbelievably beautiful fantasy land. So this explains how Bernie came to have such wonderful candy and ice cream in his store. He only needed to go to the left through that secret tunnel to bring back everything he could ever want from Candy Lake. I remember the time I had just turned six and bought the latest Strange Adventures comic book. There on the back cover 
was an offer for a toy gas station. It had two repair lifts, a top deck with green ramps, little people, and three cars, a red, a blue, and a yellow. I took one excited look at that gas station and had to have it. I tore out the ad, saved all my allowance money over three months, and was finally able to send for it. I waited and waited and waited some more, but my gas station never showed up. I ran out to our mailbox every day, but it wasn't there. Have you seen it? I kept asking my sister and brother, hoping that one of them had found it and set it aside for me, but they hadn't. I was so disappointed. One day, six months later, while exploring some cabinet drawers in our spare bedroom, I found it in the bottom drawer. My gas station had been waiting for me there all the time. At five o'clock, when my mother came home from work, I had many questions for her. What was my gas station doing in that drawer? When did it come? Why wasn't I told that it was there? First, she looked very uncomfortable, and then she started screaming at me. All you know how to do is waste your money on crap. What the hell's the matter with you? She had hidden my gas station in that drawer because she didn't think I should have it. This one incident was worth several trips to Candy Lake, and I went there many times over the next month. I had a lot of run-ins with my parents in the, in the years to follow and made regular visits to Candy Lake. After leaving home at the age of 20, I heard the sad news that Bernie had had a heart attack and was forced to close his wonderful candy store. So that was the end of his secret tunnel to Candy Lake. I felt sorry to hear that news, but very grateful for having found that tunnel when I did. Thank you, Candy Lake. You helped me to survive a lot of very tough times when I was growing up.